Hey folks, and welcome to another episode of Encourage, Build, Grow. It's not just another episode, it's actually the first episode of 2020. I am excited to be here with you today. I'm your host, Randy Wilburn, and um, just got a few things I wanted to share with you. This is going to be just a short monologue today uh, before we get back into the normal format, which is an interview style format for the show, Encourage, Build, Grow. I wanted to just share with you some of my thoughts and just some reflections on the past couple of weeks going through the holidays. I hope you've gotten back into the full swing of things at work. And I don't know about you, but my kids were out of school for almost three month, not through, it felt felt like three months. It was actually three weeks. And uh, for those of you that have kids that were on um, winter break, you you understand my, uh, my feelings. They actually went back to school today for the first time. So I'm pretty excited about that and uh, just excited for them to get back into the swing of things. I think this is a, this is the time of year where even though theoretically that the school year starts in September, but for a lot of us, the, the, the changing of the calendar from one year to the next, um, signifies something new in our lives and a new opportunity to to overcome some obstacles that maybe we've faced in the past and do some new things that we want to accomplish in our lives because none of us want to stay in a static place. We all want to grow and continue to develop and refine ourselves. So I uh, I certainly understand and can commiserate with you from that perspective. But I did want to talk a little bit about 2019. You know, we, we, we did 18 episodes of Encourage, Build, Grow, and I'm so thankful for everyone that participated and got a chance to share their thoughts about the show. And, and again, I've said this a few times. This show is continuing to evolve. My, my, my first idea was, was just to do a show. Then it was, let's focus on design professionals, which is an area that I work in. I work with design, the design industry. So engineers, architects, environmental consultants, planners, construction management. But now, you know, I, I, I just want to just make sure that I'm offering something that everyone can benefit from and everyone in that area, of course, because again, I go around the country doing trainings and, and helping a lot of you guys that, that know me and listen to this show on a regular basis. And I appreciate you, um, Im- implicitly. A lot of you guys, um, you know, you have your challenges that you want to overcome. And we see the same things over and over again, which is why I encourage build grow has always tried to focus on leadership. Uh, becoming better leaders. I don't care what what uh, place you are in your organization. You can be the lowest man or woman on the totem pole. You still need to exercise uh, a leadership mentality. Uh, talking about communication and the importance of communication and uh, why communication can make or break you. Well, when it comes to project management, when it comes to working with your internal project team in your organization, or you know, if it just interacting with the client. You have to be able to communicate, uh, and it's really, really important for uh, for us to uh, to be able to you know highlight those ways that you can improve upon your communication. It's not difficult; it just takes practice. And I believe that uh, that you guys are are certainly um, going to achieve those objectives that you lay out for yourself, especially in the areas of leadership and communication in 2020. Uh, and the last thing is you know personal hacks or you know, making yourself a better person, right? I mean, it's it's not so much just getting up 
as early as you can in the morning at oh dark 30, whatever that is for you, 4.30 for some, um, 5 o'clock for others, 5.30 for some, 6.15 for others, still 7 a.m. It just depends on what your proclivities are and, and, and what truly represents a, a balanced um, good night's sleep. But the bottom line is, if you're not taking care of yourself, um, you're missing out on so much more that you could be doing, both in within your organization that you work for, but also just for yourself in general, for your family and everyone else. And so, we really, you know, that's one of the other goals that we have is to is to give you some some ways and some tips and tricks that can help you to be better at the things that you do. Some of that we are able to tease out of the conversations that we have with a lot of the guests that are on the show. But this year in 2020, we're going to make a pact to share more information with you guys and uh, to talk more about personal life hacks, ways that you can get more sleep, ways that you can uh, quiet yourself down in the morning to reflect and kind of recharge your mind and get ready for the day, Uh, ways that you can manage your time better. What does deep work look like? How does it, how do you understand when you, when your most optimal time is for you to do the most important work that you do on a daily basis? A lot of people don't, don't do that. When's the best time to schedule a meeting and, uh, and, and when not to? And the hint is don't schedule meetings late in the afternoon, depending on the type of, uh, chronotype that you are. And we talked a little bit about chronotypes last year, but, you know, each of us uh, as human beings fall into a different chronotype when it comes to our need for rest. When it comes to the, the the times that we operate at the highest level possible, and you know when our down times are, so you know the, these are a, there are a lot of little things that that you can do in your life to to get better in this area, and I certainly. Um, look forward to spending some time encouraging you and walking you through just some of the simple ways that you can do better at um, getting getting beyond your current state of affairs and really taking control of your life and you know just doing things differently. And so I'm I'm really excited about that. I wanted to share with you just a couple of things that I encountered um, over the holidays. Unfortunately, you know. And, and I usually don't talk about this kind of stuff, but I've had a lot of death in my family. Um, I had like four or five really close people to me all die, but they didn't, they weren't like, you know what? what nobody died in an accident. I mean, they were, you know, thankfully it was nothing, you know, where an individual just unexpectedly died. I mean, everyone that dies, it's unexpected, right? We're, we're, but we're all going to die, newsflash. So there's that. But for, for, you know what I'm talking about. If, if, if you, you know, I just got a call from somebody that said they lost a friend that was in a biking accident over the weekend and they had to attend their funeral, which is why they couldn't get back to me. That's, that's tragic. You know, that's really sad. And, and, you know, I don't know. I haven't even called this person back. So I don't know how I'm going to comfort them, but I'm going to have to come up with some words of encouragement. But, you know, I'm just reminded with all the death that's around me and, and just, just for, so that you understand, I mean, I had two great aunts die. One was 104 and the other was 99. Uh, my mother lost her oldest brother at 82 years of age. My wife lost her oldest aunt, and I believe she was 76 years of age. Um, two out of the four people that I just mentioned had cancer, had, had um, 
stage four. So it was, uh, you know, we were praying for them. We were hoping that they would come through with flying colors, that there would be some type of healing that, that would take place, but that didn't happen. And, um, so, you know, we, we are in mourning and grieving over that now, but it, I only mention all that. And, and I know that there are those of you that are going through death right now, but, you know, we all have to grieve differently. But I just think it, it death is such a reminder to me that, um, we've got to live our lives. 100%. There is no excuse. There is no other way for us to do it but to live unabashedly and unashamedly. I don't care what you do as an engineer, as an architect, you as a as a, a landscape architect, a planner, you need to be living your best life. If you're not living your best life, you're missing out. You need to take stock of what you're doing in 2020 and make sure. Because I'll, I'll be honest with you, um, if you're not living your best life, you can't give your best you can't give the best of yourself to your company you can't give the best of yourself to your boss to your coworkers to your client and so i think it's just this this is a serious thing and i think we need to really don't put it off and say oh well w- one day eventually i'll get this together or one day eventually i'll start losing some weight or one day eventually i'll go to sleep earlier uh one day eventually i'll start sharing more ideas with my boss because i don't really like speaking because i'm an introvert you know don't put off till tomorrow what you can do today and um you know i heard one of the quotes that i that i heard from um a rapper actually that my sons listened to and uh it was an interlude between two songs on his on his most recent album and um you know the guys were talking about the just understanding death and what it represents and he said if, if you know if we didn't have death we wouldn't understand how precious life was and that is such a true statement death snaps you back to reality and makes you realize that Things are not promised for us for forever. Now, I, I certainly hope that each and every person that is listening to this podcast lives no short of 150 plus years. With technology and science, we might get there, folks. I don't know about you, but I want to live to 100. But with all that said, you've got to live your best life now. There are no excuses. Whatever you're doing, what what whatever how whatever however you're trying to kick the can down the road or just kind of getting by, that's not life. That's not living. You need to be be more forceful with yourself and come up with some ways to to really um, put yourself out there uh, and do some some um, you know some interesting things. And you know I tell engineers and architects all the time, what you guys do matters in this world, right? Because you figure if engineers were asleep at the wheel or didn't design things properly, people could die. Same thing for architects. No pressure, but it's true. And you guys matter. What you do matters. And I don't think enough people tell you that. And so I wanted to tell you if nobody else does. And this is something that I say whenever I go around the country doing trainings. It's one of the first things out of my mouth is that what you guys do matters, and, but you don't hear it enough. And so I just wanted to share that with you. And part of it mattering is that how you take care of yourselves matters. Does that make sense? It's really not that difficult, but I don't want, I don't, you know, I don't want to get on a soapbox about this. It's, this is more encouragement. That's why the show is called Encourage, Build, Grow. We want to encourage you that, that there's always a better opportunity out there for you to continue 
making yourself, molding yourself into the person that you want to become, that if as you continue to work on yourself and build up yourself, that you will eventually grow into that person that in your mind's eye, you know, that, that you've always thought you could be. You're already there. You just need to you know, dot the I's, cross the T's and connect the dots. And I, I would like to try to help you connect some of those dots in 2020. And that's that's going to be one of my goals. And um, again, that's what I wanted to kind of share with you today. There are two things that I, I wanted to bring up as well. I read two books. For those of you that know me, I'm a voracious reader. And um, there were two books that I spent time in over the holidays, and I devoured both of them. One I read literally in, in a day and a half. And uh, the other was one that I read over maybe a week and a half. So, but uh, the first book was Things No One Else Can Teach Us by uh, Humble the Poet. Um, he's a Canadian born Sikh. And uh, this guy is just came on my radar through a podcast that I listened to with uh, James Altisher. And um, he just really just gives me a whole different perspective about life and about how we should be living our lives. And I got really, really encouraged by reading this book. And I mean, he breaks it down. He's extremely transparent about the failures in his life and how he's come out of that. And he's become pretty a pretty well-known poet. Um, he's a rapper. I mean, he's done a lot of things. He's just a creative, right? And so even as, as an engineer or architect, you're creative. And I, I think it's just good to learn from different people from different walks of life, how they deal with the challenges that life brings them. And he's been through a lot of crap, a whole lot. But uh, I like the way that he's come out the other side and uh, he's willing to share all of the mistakes and pitfalls that he's run into and where he is now. And he's just really he's just really honest, uh, but definitely worth a read. It's called Things No One Else Can Teach Us. And I'll put a, a link to the um, Amazon where you can get it uh, in the show notes. But it's a really good book by Humble the Poet. The other book I read, and this is something I wanted to share with you. Um, I, I'm not a huge LeBron James fan. Um as a basketball player, I mean, I think the guy's amazing. Um, I've never been, I, I've never like followed him. I've liked other other basketball players more than I've liked LeBron James, and it's just for no personal reason. I mean, I, I don't think I think he's a great guy. Um, but I read his book. The title is LeBron Inc. The Making of a Billion Dollar Athlete by Brian Windhorst. Brian Windhorst, for those of you that don't know him, is that the beat writer. I think he was the beat writer for the Cleveland Cavaliers for a number of years. He used to write for the Cleveland Plain Dealer, and um, he has basically covered LeBron since he was in high school. And, you know, Brian really breaks down the life of LeBron James. Really interesting story. I mean, a lot of times we presume to know what people have been through and where they where they are going. But until you really read this book, it's hard to understand it. But, you know, like Tiger Woods, like Michael Jordan, I think LeBron's going to probably be able to be the next athlete to check that box off of being a billion-dollar athlete. That's billion with a B. But um, there was something in that story that really resonated with me, and and I, and I won't be labor. You don't have to necessarily read the book. The, the 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 thing that I learned about LeBron James is he has a high degree of respect for relationships. Relationships supremely matter, and Brian Windhorse basic basically weaved this tale in two hundred pages and showed how 
Maverick Carter, who was one of LeBron James' best friends growing up, played basketball with him through high school, um, never was the kind of basketball player that LeBron James was. I still think LeBron is one of the top 10 ball players of all time. I mean, he just, he came in at 18 years of age and, and put the NBA on notice and he's been doing so. And, and, and now 17 years later, here we are, he's 35 and, you know, singing his final swan song. And we'll see what the final chapter of this basket of his basketball life is. But listen, the, the rest of his book is still being written. He's got a lot more to do. And this book talks about it. But one of the things that the book highlights is his, his ability to develop relationships. Now, why is this important? I talk to engineers and architects all the time about going out, getting outside of their shell and developing relationships with people, um, anyone that they can uh, for the purposes of recruitment and retention. Also, just encouraging them to look at um, – you know, building relationships with their internal teams so that, you know, project managers can have better outcomes with their teams because their teams know that they care about them and that there's real, there's real relationship there. And then most importantly, your relationships with your clients. I mean, you know, like I said, friends don't fire friends. And if you truly have a real relationship with your client, you'll never be caught by surprise if things aren't going right. Um, you'll always be able to and aware of problems when they arise, and you have a much better opportunity to try to fix them or correct things. And um, LeBron James basically, well, Brian Windhorst tells a story about how LeBron connected with some key individuals that he befriended early on. And those individuals are the ones that made all the connections for LeBron and Maverick Carter and their production team to do so many different things. And it was how one person led to another, which led to his being in the movie Trainwreck with Amy Schumer and uh, Bill Hader. Um, how one thing led to another to getting him a connection with the owners of the Boston Red Sox and then getting a minority ownership stake in um, FC Liverpool over in the Premier League in, in, in the UK. Um, how one person can connected LeBron to so many different people. And all of it was based and predicated upon relationship. And more importantly, was just the ability, the inquisitive nature and the curiosity that LeBron and some of his, the members of his team had to go out there and want to do things. They didn't pretend that they knew it all. And they postured themselves in a way where people just wanted to help them. And I really want to encourage you when you're working with clients, especially, you want to posture yourself in a way where even if you know it all, you don't know it all. And you can let their clients know how important it is that their feed, how important their feedback is to you. Right. And a lot of a lot of that plays into how good of an active listener you are, whether you really pay attention to what the client is talking about, if you truly hear them and what their needs are. And so um, the book is really good and I could go on and on. It's it's really a quick read. But the biggest thing out of it is just the importance of building and developing relationships and how one or two key relationships can change the trajectory of your life, let alone your career. So just remember that. And, and as you go out, don't look at relationships as, ah, I, you know, I, I don't really have a good relationship with that person. That's okay. I'll go out and meet somebody else and, and befriend them and, and we'll develop something special. Make sure that you are putting in the time with everyone that's possible because you never know who's going to be able to help you out. And so 
I just wanted to encourage you with that. For this may be for one person. Um, I'm, I'm of the mindset. Whenever I do a podcast, I do a couple of different podcasts. But whenever I do one, you know, I, I'd love to be a podcaster for the masses. I get it. I can't be all things to all people. But my my desire and my hope and my prayer every time I do a podcast is that even just one person is changed by something that I shared or I opened their eyes to one thing that they didn't think about before. And so I, you know, see what happens, but I just thought that would help you out. But 2020 should be the year of the relationship. I guess I say all that to say that whether you read LeBron's book or not, understand that he's where he is right now, financially and otherwise outside of the basketball court. He is where he is because of relationships you are where you are in some instances because of relationships, good or bad. And I really want to encourage you to be thinking about that in 2020 and getting real deliberate about how you go out and build and develop relationships. And one of the things that I want to share with you um, is that I follow a guy named Jordan Harbinger. And Jordan, and I've talked about this in some of the trainings that I've done, Jordan does a training to help you reconnect with people that you have relationships with or people that you've been in contact with in the past, but just haven't spoken to in quite some time. And so um, I'm going to, uh, in the show notes, share a link to this program that I would really encourage you to take advantage of and uh, and learn how to re-engage with your forgotten network and start building real relationships. It's not that difficult, and it is something that you can do, and uh, I would love to get your feedback if you've tried it out. Let me know. I've been through the program, and it's one of the reasons why every morning when I wake up, I scroll through my text messages and go back to some of the oldest ones that I've sent, and I check in with people that I haven't talked to in a while. And I just send two or three or four very pointed, very short messages, checking in with people, not because I want something, but legitimately just because I want to check in and make sure that they're okay and see how they're doing. You'd be surprised the doors that that opens up for you. Now, that's not the reason why you should do it, but it is one of the residual values of connecting and reengaging with your forgotten network. So take that for what it's worth. Um... If you use it, it's worth a lot. If you don't, then it's worth nothing. So I hope that uh, that that is helpful for you. But that's all I have for this first episode of the year. Next week, we'll be back to um, the interview format. I've got some really great interviews in the hopper. I've got a couple of shows that we completed late last year that I can't wait to share with you. And uh, and then I've got some new shows that um, some people that I'm going to be connecting with that aren't engineers and architects, but what they know and what they do can help you in what you do as a design professional. So I can't wait to share that with you. Uh, I do look forward to to connecting with you somewhere soon. You can always check us out online. You can always reach me anywhere um, on social media at Randy Wilburn. Uh, you can always check our, out our website at encouragebuildgrow.com. But I, I appreciate you. If nobody else has told you this year that you are appreciated, I appreciate you, each and every one of you. And and I, I could go down the list of people that I get notes from on a regular basis that listen to this podcast. I could not do it without you. So thank you very much. And uh, that's all I have for this week's episode of Encourage, Build, Grow. I will see you next Thursday. Take care. Peace.